What's up, you guys? And welcome back to your freaking favorite podcast on the planet, Ascended Queen. Yes. <laughs> Ow. Yes. <laughs> this is your girl, Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back, you guys. I feel like we sounded like Don Cornelius on like the Soul Train. Like, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> way too hyped always always we I got mean, good it's reason fine. we can like do it what is that they call it the soul train line let's do a soul train line i was ready what's funny is i was actually on soul train before like in high what? school yeah oh. like in the i don't remember how like my i think one of my, my best friend gail her sister got us tickets somehow and we were in the audience just dancing and looking like little Idiots. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was about to say, are you even old enough to be on Soul Train? I mean, it was when it was like on its way out. I think Shamar Moore was still the host or something like that. It wasn't even oh, okay. Don Cornelius. Anyway. Because okay. he had died. I think so. Right. Close to it. He was like 200 years old. Like, yeah. Yeah. RIP. Oh. <laughs> right. Shout out to Don Cornelius, wherever you are. And Shamar Moore. He's over there still doing it. He found the fountain of youth. Oh, very true. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, black don't crack. Yeah. I mean, no neither does yellow apparently, because he's like high yellow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's. Oh my room. god, I cannot. I was literally about to say, no offense to anyone else out there, but you know, like, yeah, well, <laughs> he's still no, black. He yeah, he is. He is. But, I mean, know. I wasn't trying to offend anybody about black not being able to crack. We just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a like thing. the melanin, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's on our side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you, guys. I mean, we got one thing. <laughs> totally. In this country. Oh, one thing. That was, see, that was a low blow. That it was really wasn't. It. <laughs> I feel like it's not because, you know, we had to deal with a whole lot of shit. Yeah. So we might as well stay looking young for fucking ever. So, right. hi. Deal. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, but, you Kidding. know. Like, you know, when you when you do carry, think about it, you know, if you're at the gym and you're exercising all kinds of muscles and you're having to carry all kinds of weight mm. that does, you know, your your aging process is reversed. So if you've been carrying weight for hundreds of years, I mean, you could literally things slide off you a lot more easily like that other people get harmed by very, very, very quickly. You know what you, I mean? You're right. I'm just saying. We, that's why we we're a little ducking and diving a bunch of shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, hey, we're going to get into that, but I haven't. Right. <laughs> just unbothered. Unbothered. Yes. Yeah. Um. So what has been up with you? I'm going to ask you first. I don't want you to ask me because I'm Girl. shy. I'm trying Girl, to be okay. shy. Okay. Okay. No, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> uh, um, everything is great. Um, I mean, you are 40 how does that fucking feel you know what i feel like 40 is so sexy and um, i feel because i'm very childlike in nature 
um, that it doesn't phase me in the way that I think maybe it phases some people. But I think it's, <laughs> you know, I'm excited. I feel like, ooh, I'm more of an adult now. You know, I'm out of the 30s, <laughs> which were, you know, I think every decade has been outstandingly fun in different ways. And it has been amazing. And it just keeps getting better and better. So I'm excited for my 40s. And um, I've been already receiving some love, having a great uh, birthday party with everybody that's pretty close to me is going to be there over I my know. whole life. I know. I'm lifespan. so excited. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. I, I look forward to it. It's awesome to me to be turning 40 in 2020. I feel like it's just such a, a blessing mm-hmm. to have like a milestone birthday like that. In it's such very a magical synchronistic year. too. Yeah. Because it's like... <laughs> It, I think it's just very synchronistic. I think this year is all around going to be a good year for you. Already the first three months of this year have been freaking phenomenal for you. And I'm just excited Me to too. see what the rest of them have. Yeah, I'm here for it. So yeah. blessings on blessings. on, ble- And I'm so grateful and thankful. I always got to say that. Like, I'm grateful and thankful for just all the blessings that continue to pour upon me and everybody else on the planet. Like, I hope everybody's lifted. And that everybody just continues to be blessed and to also be a blessing on the planet. Yeah. So what about you? What's what's going on? Huh? How are you going to say huh before I even ended the (laughs) sentence? Me? What? What? Girl? Girl? What you talking about? (laughs) I didn't know I was here. It was like, I thought I was floating in the clouds somewhere. My bad. You might be floating in clouds. I I'll pretty much always am. So it's fine. Yes. Uh, what is going on with me? Just living life, you know, mm-hmm. doing the dang thing. Maybe about to buy like 10, 15 tickets because everything's cheap as hell right now. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in viruses and shit. So I'll just say that. It's fine. You might catch me on some island tomorrow. Right. It's cool. <laughs> Um, I guess I will say I obviously left off last week talking about I was going on a date. Um, I'll bring that up and not be a pussy about it. Um, Ooh. Right? Um, okay. I did. I went on a date and it was really good. Um, it was nice to flirt and enjoy someone's company. Um, you know, that's pretty much all I can say. It's new and I'm intrigued. So mm. we'll just... Leave it at that with a big exclamation point and a period at the end with no more questions. Okay, bye. Oh, okay. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> right. That's all it. right. That's okay. All I can say. All right. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. I mean, when people step up, I mean, I've talked about this, but when people step up and want to actually want to ask me out on a date, then I go. So... Or, like, are actually trying to get to know me, then I'm down. But if you don't do that, then I don't know what else to tell you. Obviously, someone stepped up and said, hey, I want to take you out on a date. And I said, okay. So that's all I can say about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about, um, yeah, just having the confidence and 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 it's it's crazy that you have to have confidence to do that. Um, And I and Mm -hmm. I understand that because I I do, too. But it's crazy because back in the day, you know, or even our parents' day, it was just like kind of boy meets girl or girl meets girl, whatever it was. It was a very simple, it seemed that way, um, mm. just thing. It's so complicated now, um, I feel. Even from, you know, 15 years ago dating, it's it's very different now. Um, so, yeah, I love that. I love that, you know, you're out there dipping your toe in 
I'm obviously, you know, doing the same, which I think is no coincidence because 2020 um, is just kind of like, you know, I was, I felt like in, in 2019, I said this before, it was like, we were at the races and we all lined up, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the dude with the whistle, uh, you know what I mean? It was like, ready go. marks, you know, mm-hmm. but but we didn't actually like, he didn't blow it yet. You know, we just got down, right. we got prepared, we bent down, we're in right. position. And then 2020, we, he blew the whistle. And so everything, all the preparation, all the practicing that we did up until that point is now being reflected on the track, like in the game, like we're actually yeah. playing it now. And so we're exercising what it is that we're, we've learned. And there's a lot of people that are in the stands kind of just kind of, witnessing it and not participating in it because if you notice like on a track you know or whatever I always use the sports analogies but on any court right or like football field whatever soccer it's you know there's a certain amount there's a limited amount of people that have have the skill and have done the the work to actually be at that play at that level everybody else is just watching and it's Mm. kind of the same in life like the percentage of people that are actually participating actively participating in life itself like not just existing but are, but are living is very small yeah you know and i think that's why we keep getting like you know people in office that go completely against our our wishes and what we desire and what we want it's like how does that happen well there's a lot of asleep people (laughs) it's a right it's actually a call to action it's a huge call to action to say wake the fuck up yeah hello are you listening (laughs) are you there hello yeah like that skirt skirt like yeah you know it's it's go time now i mean if you either you're a spectator or you're in the game and if you're a spectator then it's just like, all right, continue to be a spectator, but get out of everybody else's way. Right. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> Ex- exactly. Yeah. Bench um, yourself, as we keep saying. Bench yourself. It's so funny. Um, which is funny because obviously we're talking about benching yourselves in terms of relationships. And we did get a question. Um, and I want to kind of address this quickly before we go into this whole crazy coronavirus talk. Um, since we were going to kind of address that this episode. Um, so someone sent this quote and said, what do you guys think of this? So I'll read the quote and then we can just kind of like lightly discuss what we think. And I think I've seen this quote before and I just wanted to kind of like, you know, throw it out and see how we think about it. So let's go. Um, so the quote says, don't let this tainted self-love trend have you 50 and alone because you walked away from everything that didn't serve you instead mm. of learning conflict resolution. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, kinda, it's like, it's like, I get where she was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think obviously this whole thing has very well intentions and I agree with her. Everyone should learn conflict resolution. Everyone should learn the duality of everything. But realistically speaking, if you are 50 and alone and you walked away from some toxic ass shit, then I'm sorry, but you fucking won. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. Yeah. You know, there is no such thing as a timeline. Like there's that whole societal timeline. I think that we've, been programmed to think that we need to be in like, Oh, when you're such and such age, you should be married and with kids and this and that and the other. And it's like, no, we are not all on the same timeline, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, because like realistically speaking, it's like, I'm going to be 36. I'm not married. I've never been married. Um, There were definitely a lot of relationships where I felt like were leading down to marriage or I was ready to marry that person. Um, But that did not materialize. And I'm okay with that. Looking back at those things, like I'm okay with that because who I would have had to be in order to stay in those relationships is completely different than I am now. And I feel like me being able to fully stand in my power as myself, you know, and not limiting myself, not shrinking myself, not putting myself into a pretty little box just to make someone else or a relationship happy or thrive or flourish is really important to me. So I prefer, honestly, to be alone than to just be in a situation that makes me have to step outside of who I really am. So what do you feel about that, Jess? Well, yeah, first of all, it didn't sit well with me. Like, it just doesn't resonate. Um, yeah. But that's okay, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. secondly, why can't you have both? Like, why can't you have self-love and no conflict resolution? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done that. And, I've, you know, you know that I've not been in a serious relationship in 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I'll say that I've been one of the most at-peace people. And I know a lot yes. of people. Um for if not the most like consistently like for a very long time and a lot of that has to do with not being in toxic relationships i would full wholeheartedly agree with you girl (laughs) and doing like work like not just i'm not you know i'm i'm being anti-people that's not what it is it's Mm -hmm. i'm being pro me and i'm doing the work that allows me to come back into the world when i'm ready and be and not be triggered by things not just you know romantic relationships but we talked about how people are so socialized to be in a relationship and most most people i know have unhealthy relationships i'm just going to tell you the truth or unbalanced right. relationships they mm-hmm. do because they're based on old societal norms that no longer serve i think where we're evolving to they're not divine yes. unions they're mm-hmm. just relationships and there's a difference Right. Um, I want a divine union because that's the path that I'm on and that's the path that I'm committed to. And that's why I've done so much self-work. Now, if you just want a 3D relationship, which is basically just it's, it's first of all, it's just a man and a woman because we're not even fourth dimension. Like we can't even we're like second dimensional when it comes to relationships. We're like so far behind. So it's like as a society, as far as what's 100 percent right. acceptable, it's right. like I it's almost like Neanderthalish, like cavemanish, like I like you. I like you. That's it. Like there has to be, you know, it doesn't matter if we are an energetic match. doesn't matter if we're healed or healing or we have the tools to do so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's okay to be okay. Like for me, I've told my mom this, I said this on a show, like everybody's happiness looks different. I feel like some people's happiness does look like misery. I think some people's happiness does look like chaos or, or comfort, mm. if you want to say. Yeah. And I think that when we even try to put people in boxes like that, you know what I mean? Mm. Like we think we're mm-hmm. better than them because our happiness looks like peace. My happiness looks like peace, but that's so my happiness. Mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But that's not everybody's happiness. Somebody, True. some people's happiness right. is chaos. And I think, right. you know, so same thing with relationships. Like, we all are going to have different relationships, but the biggest, most important one is the relationship you have with yourself. And I just truly believe that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be in a relationship with someone else until you have a really solid relationship with yourself. I full wholeheartedly agree with you, but those jewels that you just dropped, I was like, whoa, girl. <laughs> like I literally saw like different scenarios and situations that I've been in where people have moved on to being really toxic as shit. 
like those scenarios playing out, like, because I think for them, they're still deciding that their own happiness that they're choosing is toxicity. And for me, yes. I don't choose that. I choose right. peace. I choose to be whole. I choose to be happy within myself and whoever I interact with. I want Ooh. to feel exactly that. You know what? I'm just having a breakthrough as you're talking. Like- Same. Like you. You were talking. I was like, <laughs> yo, like, dude, I literally saw so many people and things play out. And I'm like, wow, you're literally choosing toxicity because that's comfortable for you. That's where you feel like your happiness lies. You know, and it's funny. So one of my biggest fears that I actually used to say all of the time when I was younger, you know, especially in my 20s, was that my biggest fear was that I would be alone. And I think a lot of that came from my abandonment issues. Mm. And so that I've been working on those, you know, and I've done a tremendous amount of work on my abandonment issues and resolving all those things within myself. I don't think it's completely fixed. Obviously, there's no such thing as like, you know, you're completely fixed. I think it's a journey for everything. Yeah. Um, you know, like even when you feel like you're healed, whole and happy, yeah. there's still going to be things that come up and trigger you. So, and that just takes you to the next level of you being healed, whole and happy. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's that, that's the continuation of the journey. But now it's like, here I am almost 36. I'm not married. I'm single. I'm still not in a significant relationship that I've been in with someone for years. And it's funny how looking at myself in my 20s to like project myself into my 30s or even 40s or whatever, I was so afraid to be in the space that I am now, but look at me mm. doing it and I'm so at peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember there was a time when I was afraid to live alone, like, like mm. physically afraid. Like mm. I thought, you know, I was raised with a military father who was very cognizant of you know, other people's surroundings, you know, he was always like, be aware, be aware of people, you know, I had a house get broken into before. Mm. So like right before I lived alone, when an apartment that I stayed with my brother and got burglarized. So I was wow. like terrified, but I did it anyway. And it was like the best choice ever. Yeah. But um, when you're talking about, you know, when we're talking about toxicity and we're because t- I've been saying like there's literally because if you're asleep, right, like there's literally only a few different personalities on the planet when you're asleep because it's like mm. a computer program. So you mm-hmm. can literally determine what someone's going to do at any point, usually. Like yeah. people usually want what they can't have. And then when when they you know, when that person then finally decides to leave, then all of a sudden you want them. It's like because you're asleep. So it's, it's a program. Right. But right. so that's a computer program. But what is toxic to a computer program? A virus. Right. Mm. So like the toxicity is is literally a virus to like your personality. So like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it literally messes up your hardware, your software, okay. like everything. You, it messes up your operating system. So you're not functioning on all cylinders when you are in toxicity and you know that you know what i mean like you're literally on right. overload. and then even when you are with someone who is in toxicity or you experience toxicity within a relationship or within uh an interaction even being with friends it's like you're being infected with yes. said virus what the fuck and is it not contagious hell yeah <laughs> it is contagious as fuck <laughs> Right? Until you choose. Mm. Bitch, whoa. 
you guys out there and fucking in the listening, I was gonna say Instagram, but listening world, like we both just like came to, we just dropped the hell up. I don't know. My mind's blown. Mind's blown. Mind's blown. Mind's blown. <laughs> downloads, downloads. Yo. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. But you have to choose differently. And I think choosing is the antidote. Choosing yeah. to say that I don't want to be this way or I don't want to um be connected or in the presence of this anymore is the antidote. Yeah. Wow. Shit. And, and then, you know, what do you have to do? You kind of have to clear out all of your memory, everything that was in your, in your storage and your computer, get back down to zero and start to build mm-hmm. it back up. It doesn't right. mean the operating, it doesn't mean the actual device won't work again, but all of everything that the virus infected now mm-hmm. has to be tossed out. Right. And now has to be fleshed out if, it, if it's salvageable. Because I do right. think that there's a certain point where you do, the virus does infect the entire body or device, and now you are infected, and now mm-hmm. you have a dis-ease right. in your body. You know what I mean? Now, that doesn't mean that the vessel can't be fixed. It can't be pulled apart, put back together. But, Yes, man. I think, and you know what's funny? So I think incrementally at different parts of our lives, so... Obviously, we're talking in terms of relationships right now, but I'm just going to talk in terms of ourselves because it's always important to take accountability for your own toxicity, your own shit, and the the things that you project onto others as well. Because it's so easy, obviously, to say, like, you know, this person is doing this, 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 and this. It's so much harder to take a take a step back and take a stop and say, you know what, let me look at myself and why I'm choosing to be around someone like this or why this even resonates with me in the first place that I would be around this type of behavior, you know? So I think, you know, incrementally throughout our lives, we are introduced to said virus type behavior of that types of toxicity or whatever it is. Um, And, It is our jobs as beings, um, whether you're asleep or awake, obviously you're asleep. If you're asleep, you're kind of just still continuing to walk through life and you're just continuing to take in virus after virus after virus until you decide to say, I'm going to actually heal this part of myself, you know? Um, But once you become awake and you are on your ascension process and you're like, you know what? I am very well aware that I am being... um, you know, introduced to said viruses or said toxicity or said X, Y, and Z programming. And I no longer want to be a part of this anymore. Once you bring awareness to it and you start to say, I want to heal this game changer. Yeah. And you create an anti antivirus. Yes. Or antibodies just like you have within your, your own actual body that fights germs, bacteria, viruses, things like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Man, isn't this funny how this is like so it's just leading up into our coronavirus talk. <laughs> it really is. It's it so really great. Is. Yeah. So, coronavirus, do you think it's a hoax? Yes or no? Okay, I think we're going to talk duality again. Do right. I think that it was created? Yes. Mm-hmm. In a lab. When, I mean, we know that. Right. Do I think that it's real? Yes. Like, do I think that it's actually, you know, affecting people? I do. I think that the intention is like, I'm not personally at this point, I don't mean to just respect anybody that has it and struggling with it. And God bless you. I, I send you healing energy a thousand percent. 
Um, but that hasn't been my worry. It's really the frenzy that it's caused and the intent behind the creation of it. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your end result that you are trying to create on the planet? Right. And the biggest thing that you can do to feed anything, whether it's 9-11 or mass shootings or whatever, even the way that you view black people is mm -hmm. fear. Right. 100%. So that is exactly what just came to my mind. Fear, yeah. And that's fear, fear. fear. And that's a lower level energy on a huge, but it's, but it vibrates. Um, so it's thick, you know what I mean? So it's right. like, that is what is feeding, I think, dark forces on the planet because it's not fed by light. Right. You know, it doesn't have the ability to be fed by light. So what it, what is feeding it is, you know, however many people, light and dark or whatever, mm -hmm. sending, you know, it energy, energetic frequencies of fear yep. to it. Um, and so, fear is false evidence appearing real. real. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. broken that down on this show before. Jessica's dropped that jewel before. So I think it's important to just remember that if you're in fear right now, if you're really like anxious over what's happening, just remember that obviously, like Jessica said, this, this virus, it is real, you know, but there are also several other viruses, diseases, things like that, that are going around, um, that are infectious diseases that can actually kill you, that are still very live, well, and real just as much as this. But it's, it's very much so, I think a lot of people are feeding into yeah. the frenzy, fear aspect of what's going on with the coronavirus. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I think that it's, it's perfectly fine to like, I'm prepared. You know what I mean? Like I, girl. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in, obviously we both live in Southern California, which is yeah. like earthquake central. So realistically speaking, you should always be prepared. Yeah. I stay stocked up with water, canned foods, non-perishable things like in my, my house, you know, and a first aid kit and like extra, like, like money and all kinds of stuff yeah. that I know, like if there is a big, huge emergency or if something does happen, I'm well prepared, yeah. you know? And yeah. so regardless of if it's a, a, a disease or if it's a, a disaster or something like, you know, I'm prepared. So those are important things to just even think about just in general. Don't, don't go rush your Walmart and get every single ounce of toilet paper on the planet. Like you guys, come on. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have some. I got some of everything. Um, I mean, I know. do too. But I've always had this stuff. Yeah. Like I, I stockpile stuff just on a regular basis. So when I use canned things, I go back. Like if I use one can, I go to the store and I get three. You know. Yeah. But that. Yeah. That's smart. I needed to. I needed to restock because my thing is this: like not sending fear or anything like that. But especially if you do live in a city, it's not even about, you know, the actual virus. At times, I think it's also of do you trust the government to actually, mm -mm. I mean, they're shutting down <laughs> schools, they're shutting down jobs. So yes, eventually, 100%. whether it's a real threat or not, or to the degree that they're saying or not, you might right. not be able to go outside like you, or you might not be able to go in a, into your bank or to work or, or to work. Yeah. So like, if that happens, mm -hmm. yeah, if that happens, be prepared. That's all. Like, I think you should get you know, some water, do get extra cash. Like Jermaine said, have the, do you have some cash? Take some cash, like, but not even just cash. Like you need to make sure you have small bills. So if you just have like, say you go get a thousand dollars in cash, don't just get, uh, you know, hundreds because realistically that's not going to help you. You need to get like different increments of money, especially small change, like dollars, tens, ones, fives, 
all of that 20s so that you have more ways to like exchange currency than a hundred dollar bill because if you go to a, a, an establishment and you're trying to you know use currency to barter for some goods most likely they're not going to be able to generate change if they're not going out to go get it so it's probably better that you have like closer to exact change versus you know a hundred dollar bill because you're yeah. going to be screwed yeah and there's you know the way that we're talking now um and you know i like i have insight that you know this might get much bigger than it is now. Um, but that's not to be, again, there's a way to, and we're going to talk about this, but to remain neutral in your, in your energy to where you can think a thought, but not be attached to it. Mm -hmm. And you have to do that every day. I mean, if you're at work and somebody goes off on you, you can't become so frazzled that now you can't drive home and your nerves are shot. You practice, you know, meditating enough or whatever it is that you can become neutral in your thinking that you can use your brain for what it's, you know, intended for. And then you can use your inner guidance system, AKA your intuition, you know, as your overarching, that's my overarching, um, I guess, mode of action comes from my intuition, but there's mm. times when it just requires thought really quick. You know what I mean? And yeah. when you can tie those two together and they're working in unison. Um, I think that you're, you're not moved until you're moved. You know what I mean? So I think that um, neutrality is super important and, and that's also a way to not feed into the toxicity or the frenzy or the fear, but also to keep your mind right so that you can think. Like if something happens, like, like Jermaine said, even if it's an earthquake, you know, you have to be able to remain neutral enough to make decisive, act, to, to take decisive action um, in a way that is, um, you know, it's for your, your greater survival good. You know what I mean? You have to be um, coordinated in your thinking. Mm -hmm. And if, you're, if your nerves are shot and you're in a frenzy or in a panic, you're not going to make the best decision. Right. This, this should also show a lot of people that obviously we've been talking a lot about this for a lot of number of reasons because different people and stuff have died and major events have happened over the last couple of months. But... Life is so precious. Your life, my life, everyone's life is so precious. And realistically speaking, if you're taking any second of it for granted, then you're, I, I, I mean, I don't want to say it like this, but it's just, you're kind of a fool. Like, I don't know if I have till tomorrow. I could very well go outside and get hit by a car right now and I won't be here anymore. You know what I mean? But the beauty of that is, is that I know I live a full happy life and I, I strive that every single day. That's why I tell everyone that I love that I, I love them, you know, on a regular basis, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's super important to me. Um, you know, and regardless of anything that's going on, like I, like with what Jessica said, like I wholeheartedly, you know, agree with you not feeding into anything, just kind of just remaining neutral, neutral. I said neutral, <laughs> neutral. <laughs> It's super important um, because, you know, if you feed into the frenzy, obviously you start feeding into fear. Um, and when you feed into fear, you're acting outside of your alignment. You're also acting outside of how your, your inner being would act, you know, because your inner being is always neutral in general. And so if you are in fear, if you are, you know, kind of feeding into all this frenzy of stuff, then you know, it's, it's okay. Chill out, calm down a little bit. Also, let's talk about some safety precautions. Like 
I am someone that travels and flies on a regular basis. Um, I am also someone that regardless of this coronavirus or regardless of any of these things happening has always been someone that's carried Clorox wipes, <laughs> hand sanitizer, Purell wipes to sanitize and wipe down everything because planes, public places, things like that are really disgusting. Um, and then just as someone who's kind of worked in the field of health, one of the best things for you to do for yourself is to wash your hands. And I know that that sounds really simple, but realistically speaking, like your phone also too is probably one of the dirtiest things that you touch all day, every day. So sanitize your phone because if you wash your hands and you pick up your phone and you haven't sanitized your phone, then guess what? Your hands are dirty again. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. They're, they're, they're automatically dirty. So if you're sanitizing your phone, which you can do with like Lysol or like different wipes or alcohol, but it has to be a certain high percentage of alcohol, like in like the high, like 90%, um, definitely over 70% alcohol, um, you can clean your phone down with stuff like that and it'll kill germs, bacteria, things like that. But I also kind of want to say this too, and not to make people crazy, but for the most part, if you're just using hand sanitizer all day and you're not actually washing your hands, you're only killing bacteria that's on your hands, not viruses. So yes, viruses and things like that can live on your hands. And one way to get them off within washing your hands is to wash them, but not just like rinse them under the water. You actually have to use friction in order to do so because the soap is good. The antibacterial soap is good and all that stuff, but you need to actually use vigorous friction in order to get your hands clean. Like I wash my hands regularly so much anyway, but recently just obviously as a safety precaution, even for myself, because I do travel a lot, like I've been washing my hands constantly. Like my hands are so dry right now. It's not even funny. Mine too, girl. <laughs> yeah. Because like I've been washing them that much and it's not even like, you know, you don't want to rinse them for 20 seconds. That's not going to kill the, the virus. You need to actually use friction on your hands. So, so if you're not sure what that actually looks looks like, we all got smartphones. Look, Google, um, you know, hand washing pr protocols. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's out there. Um, and so I think if you're doing those types of things and remembering not to touch your face, or your nose, or your ears, or your mouth, if you haven't washed your hands, or if you haven't sanitized things, then those things are important. That's pretty much all you really need to know. The mask is not going to protect you. <laughs> I'm sorry. These paper masks that just cover up your mouth aren't going to protect you from a virus because it goes straight through that mask because it's paper. Yeah. I Unless have, it's an M95 mask, which is a whole nother thing. Girl, let me tell you something. I have an N100 <laughs> mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, if you know, take precautions. Don't be stupid. Don't be one of these people out here that, you know, um, yes, you know, I. it's tough because I think that a lot of us are disillusioned with like our government, world governments. We don't know what to trust or believe anymore. We don't feel like you know, what they're saying is necessarily for our greatest good. 
or, you know, like most of what I feel like they say is never for, it's like the opposite. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, just take precaution. It's not going to hurt you to just take some precaution um, and make sure you have all of those extra things that even if you're not afraid of, you know, the virus, you're a healthy, strong person that, you know, if you don't, you can't go into work or for some reason your local grocery stores close or anything like that, just make sure that you have what you need. Um, and, you know, freaking double up on meditating, double up on your, your, everything that you do to sustain you positively, mm-hmm. because if the world around you is in this frenzy, then, you know, we need light workers and people that can hold space for everybody else to, you know, just dig in even more, dig their heels yeah. into the ground even more and, you know, hold space for the whole planet. Um, and right. I honestly, I think everything is, I mean, I name everything good. Um, and I do think that there's probably like an energetic, um, cleansing that's going on in different ways. Um, I think 2020 is an interesting year. And I think that a lot of things are coming to the surface collectively that have been, there's universal laws that I, I feel that you cannot escape. Um, and I think that they're, they're here. And I think that, um, if you are maintaining your energy and you are continuing to do your work and you are releasing as much judgment against other people and yourself, you're forgiving quickly and easily, but also setting strong boundaries. If you are, you know, respecting your, your, your energy and your life that you were given to be here, you're continuing to be kind and loving. I think you're, you're fine in general. Like, and that's coming from somebody whose brother is like the nicest person who, who got cancer. It's in stage four. And I'm still going to tell you that, like, maintain your, your own energy. You came here for a reason. You're a unique being. You have dominion over any man-made anything. So just stand in your power. <laughs> 100%. I mean, also, most of us, at least if you're, like, I would say in your late 20s, maybe, yeah, late 20s, we all, if, if you're from Southern California, you live through the riots too. So we good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember being a kid being terrified as fuck because the LA riots, that was real scary. You know? I wasn't out here, but, um, but I do remember the news. You know, I lived in well, LA. Yeah. Right. But that's still not that far. And I mean, obviously there's a threat that that could even trickle out in different directions and all of that stuff too, yeah. because there was a lot of like, rage and outrage and all of that stuff in terms of that like I'm born and raised in Long Beach like so for me it was 120% here like I remember just (laughs) yeah having to get picked up from school early the freaking stuff on the corner was on fire like people were pissed people were upset it was it was a scary time um so that was definitely much scarier than this virus to me and I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't be scared I'm just saying, at least for myself, there's a lot of peace and neutrality within me because I know who I am as a being. And also, too, even within all of this stuff in terms of coronavirus and fighting the coronavirus, take vitamins, you guys. Drink lots of water. Make sure you're getting your rest because, honestly, the flu, even it's still – I think one thing that people are forgetting is that it's still technically cold and flu season. (laughs) You know, and so, yes, this is being like heightened and all of that stuff. But realistically speaking, you should be doing all this stuff anyway, washing your hands during this time, 
you know, getting lots of rest, taking your vitamins, making sure that your immune system is set up for success. You know, like if you're immune compromised, then, you know, it's probably good that you stay home or you stay away from large crowds and stuff like that. Because if you're immune compromised and you come in contact even with someone that doesn't necessarily have coronavirus, but that does have the flu or a cold, then you're going to be in trouble just in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And got like, I, I mean, this might, you know, take a turn um, and have a, a second strain, but like, again, just try to be prepared with your stuff, but be, you know, hold on to all the tools that you've been learning, even just with this show. Um, and, and your instincts will, and your intuition will always guide you. It'll let you know where to be. Always listen to that anyway. But utilize that tool, listen to your small voice inside, listen to, like we said, listen to it when it's a whisper, when it becomes a scream, then it's, it looks like chaos. Um, and that's just another template or a way to know and adjust and tweak your own energy. When you start seeing chaos appear in your life, I, I guarantee you, usually there was something that led up to that point that you missed um, mm. that was just, you just didn't pay attention to the same thing with red flags and relationships, that type of thing. You see it, mm. you see them, you know, oh, you always see it. It's, it's see like it. that first little inkling of whatever something is, is yeah. usually the reason as to why, you know, things unravel later on. Yeah. I'll say that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, you know, for us, like we said, you know, I'm a little bit more like, yes, you know, be precautious. No, don't feed into, you know, fear for any reason ever. Um, but it's the same thing in terms of relationships because, you know, Jermaine and I both have come to that understanding when it comes to relationships with fam, with anything, even relationship with yourself, but like romantic relationships, I think remaining neutral um, when you, when you, when you meet somebody, when you're dating, when you're dipping that toe in, um, yeah. it's, it's, but we you said, know. don't dip your toe in. We said, just jump in the fucking water. Yeah. Jump in the water. But when you're doing that, I think, you know, part of the, like becoming, <laughs> or at like, least I said that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Always jump in. Um, it, it's just a good little segue in remaining neutral in your energy. Mm -hmm. You can use that in your life because like we said at the beginning, relationships have become such this huge thing in our society. So like another tool that you can use is, is the tool of um, neutrality and the yeah. principle of neutrality, which then provides space for someone to come towards you. Like when you're on somebody and you're, and you're attached to the outcome and you have all these mm -hmm. expectations that you're setting, right. you don't leave space for that person to come towards you. Mm -hmm. Like, you literally have just jackhammered all this like stuff, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and the beauty of just like letting things flow and Hey, right. like, yes, I can see you this weekend. Or, oh, it may not work. Okay, cool. Like, and kind of checking your own emotions. And like we said, setting boundaries, letting people know, like, this is what I expect and this is what I am. But within that remaining as neutral as you possibly can. Right. And then Feels just, good. I think it just kind of, like you said, allows things to just easily more like flow freely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without restriction, because yeah. it's like expectation and restriction almost go hand in hand. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because you're restricting the relationship to being one thing and therefore you have expectations 
based on that one thing that you've surmised it has to be, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, just flowing just, and it gives your, you room even to continue to, because again, the biggest thing is we all came here with our own individual purposes and you should never put a relationship outside of you before you, before your 100%. purpose. Mm -hmm. um, the world needs you. It needs your mind. It needs you, your creativity. It needs your uniqueness. So if you're in a relationship that takes you outside of that, then chances are it's probably not for your highest good. So, you know, continue to, uh, you know, create enough space within your energy so that you can continue to live your purpose with somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. if, if, if it makes sense, like, and get, guess what? It may not make sense. And that's okay too. When you're remaining right. neutral, who cares? Right. And I think also too, when you're remaining neutral, it allows you to see, um, kind of like, it, it kind of gives you a step back from the situation itself and kind of just allows you to say like, cool, do we fit right. well together? Right. Yes or no. And then it gives you the opportunity to say like, yes, this is for me or no, this is not for me. And it's not even in a situation of saying like, oh my gosh, like you're this and you're that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm blaming you and all of this stuff. Right. Um, Cause I think, like I said earlier in terms of the beginning of the episode, that it's so easy to start pointing the finger. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's not as easy to look in the mirror and look at yourself in terms of your own toxicity, your own things that you bring to the table in terms of programming, setbacks, damage, trauma, whatever it is, and understand how that affects another person. You know what I mean? Um, we all are technically on this planet and called to love each other unconditionally. And sometimes it's really difficult to, in terms of relationships with others, because I feel like we're all trying to love each other with these whole big old ass bags of conditions saying, well, you need to be this way and you need to be right. that way, et cetera, et cetera. But if you kind of take a step back and you remain neutral, it allows you to see those persons or person, not persons. I mean, unless that's what you're into. I mean, do you? Um, <laughs> because <laughs> there's people out here that are doing yeah. that like yeah. I mean if that works for you cool um I think it allows you to take a step back and then maybe like have a more conscious choice to say how can I see this person through the eyes of source or through the eyes of God or through the eyes of the universe whatever you want to call it because realistically speaking God the universe source doesn't see someone as flawed. They see they see the pure, whole, happy person on the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Outside I, of all of the damage, you know? Because the because there is no, you know, I'll get into this, I guess, later, but there's, all right, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say out there, there's no such thing as like right or wrong or even good or bad. Like, but the, it takes levels of awareness to get to that. I understand it. But because for a child... Yes, there is, because it's like telling a child, like, you know, don't be in the kitchen at all because I don't trust you to not put your hand in the fire. Right. Mm -hmm. Then once they understand that a fire is hot now when they're like maybe 12. Yeah, you can be in the kitchen, but don't come close to the stove. Then when they're about 15, you can be like, OK, here's how you turn the stove on and here's how you use it. So when they're children, you have to be, maybe go like extra and be like, hey, this whole kitchen is very hot. I don't want you in here at all. Stay outside. Right? right. So you tell children 
there's such thing as right or wrong because you need contrast in order to to know the difference. Once you become like more adept, then you're able to be like, okay, this is just an experience. That's mm -hmm. it. So I feel like the universe sees it as you're just experiencing it. It's like if you're playing a video game, like I've said before, and you choose a villain, you're not the actual villain. You're just playing the character so you can experience what it is to be that personality in the game. Right. And then you can, soul, you know what I mean? Soul growth. Yeah. And, right. And then you can reset it and then you can be the good guy, like whatever you want. But it's like, you know, we kind of have to like get to that point of understanding um, or understanding. But right. I'll actually even say for myself, like I've talked about, like I had a really significant relationship and talked about that relationship so many times throughout this podcast and even on my blog. Um, so I actually even said a couple episodes ago that I had spoken to her. Um, and for me, I will say this, like, I know that I can't be with her anymore in terms of like actually being in a realistic relationship. Would I close myself off to that fully and completely? No, because I don't know how she will evolve, grow, et cetera, throughout this lifetime. But realistically speaking from over here, regardless of whether or not she's in my life consistently we're friends, we're in a relationship, whatever it is, I still love her and love her unconditionally outside of all of those things that have happened, yeah. you know? And, and regardless of if I talk to her every day or if I don't ever talk to her again on this planet, I will still love her unconditionally, you know? Because from my soul to her soul, it's like the love is real, you know? And yeah. that's one thing that I can know is true, you know, and so I know for myself that I am in alignment with choosing a partner that is good for me, you know, and good for my continued soul growth. You know, that's important to me right now, you know, and if it's not her, that's great because it's like that means that I'm choosing someone that actually is in alignment with all of those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's good to be like in a in a neutral place because Definitely. your energy is you're you're able to you're not in a reactionary mode, mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. and you can just kind of float and be you know your days can be whatever you want to make them you know what I yeah. mean because you're not reacting and you're not attached to the past or the present you're I'm not the past but the the future or the past you're just being. And I think when you can be that and allow somebody else to be that, that's, that's just priceless. It's epic. And, I, and it supports people's purpose. You know, yeah. I always want whoever I'm dating or I'm with or even a friend I, or a family member, I always want to be a support for your highest good and for your purpose. Same. Um, as long as it's healthy. You know what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. that's, I think you know, that's a divine union, you know, versus just a regular relationship is it supports people and actually being more than just your wife or your husband or your, you know, baby daddy. Like that's very limiting. That's very third dimensional identificationary. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if it's, you are a divine being on this planet with a soul's purpose, like that's huge. And that's a huge responsibility for that other person to be able to hold space for that. So that it would take another per person to have a divine pur uh, purpose and be in awareness of that. And so that's what I feel like we're moving into with the law of neutrality is being able to just hold space first and foremost for yourself in a neutral manner that then attracts somebody who's doing the same and you can continue to hold space for them to, because we all want to be a beneficial presence on the planet. Why else are we yes. here? Yes. You know, not just, I don't want just someone to be my girlfriend or my spouse. 
That's right. whack. You right. know, I want you to live your purpose. That's, right. that's what's going to attract me to you. Like, oh, this person is out here digging. Like, they're going right. through layers of themselves. They're out here being powerful. They're standing but in the truth. But isn't that when you think somebody is, like, at their sexiest? Like, yes. when somebody's, like, really, like, dude, okay, so you know that Jay-Z song? I think it's called Can I Get a Fuck You or Can I Ed-? The edited version was Can I Get a What What? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And so, I can't, is there, what's, what's her name? With the red hair, Charlie Baltimore. Charlie yes, Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh-huh. Yes. So there's a line in that song where she says, "Ambition makes me so horny." Yo. Yeah. That shit right there. Like when somebody is super ambitious and really like living in their power and like able to like make that balance between like I'm living full out in my purpose and, li- and like enjoying that and sharing that with you as a person within a relationship and not like neglecting either side. That's so sexy to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. And I think I'm in a really good space. I think you are too mentally and emotionally and energetically. And like, I know we wish that for everyone out there. And that's why we really wanted to, I think what, what came out of the show, because a lot of times what we talk about, there's always like a theme that pops out. And like, mm-hmm. you know, one of these themes is just like, Number one, not feeding into fear. And number two, one of the tools to do that is to remain neutral. Yes. You know, um, so pr- that's something that you can practice um, mm-hmm. and every day. And the way that you can do that is to meditate and just be silent. Turn off your electronics, turn off everything, just be. And in that yes. space in between like time, like that starts to become you. It starts to integrate into you. You start to walk, you start to become a walking meditation. You start to just be peace. Like what, when you are peaceful, you eventually start to become it itself. Like when you are joyful, you start to become joy itself. Like you just walk around as it, you know what I mean? Like you are, when you walk into a room, peace just walked in. You walk into a room, joy just walked in. Abundance just walked in. People can feel that magnetism and they're drawn Mm -hmm. to it. So Frick, it's so important to remain neutral at this time. Know that you're fully supported. You're You're divinely protected. Like it's, it's a magical time, no matter what projection they're putting on the screen, don't feed into it because the minute you buy into it, that that's the minute you're literally using your current to buy into something means that you're exchanging your energy with it. And that's your currency. So don't buy into it. (laughs) Don't pay attention for it or to it. Um, but be prepared. Yes. Agreed wholeheartedly. Um, so I guess those are some little gems and nuggets and bubbles. jewels. I was about to say jewels and bubbles. <laughs> I was trying to give that to you because you always, you know what I'm saying? I know. She be trying to take away from my bubbles yeah. all the time. No, no, not today. Not today. Dang. Okay. You mm-hmm. gave me my bubbles Here first. Appreciate it. Yeah. I see. Well, you guys, I have a little bit of sad news. I know it's only just a little bit because we don't know exactly how long we're going to take a hiatus for, but not very long, obviously, because we can't stay away from you guys for forever, but we are going to take a little mini break. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when we come back, we're going to have some awesome shows for you, some other content for you. So like Jessica always says, you need to go follow us at Ascended Queens on Instagram and check in and see what we're doing. Yeah. And, and also go wish this girl a freaking happy birthday because 
She is 40 and fine as hell. Like, what the? Oh, come on now. Well, I'm going to receive and allow. So thank you. Takes one yes. and no one. And that's mm-hmm. at J.A. Spencer 08 if you want to hit me up. She's at Jermaine Nichols with a G. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, while we're on hiatus, still feel free to comment, share, DM, yeah. um, at Ascended yeah. Queens. If you guys have show ideas or questions, like, let us know. Um, and also, like, we want to invite some people eventually on the show, right? Like, when we come back yes. with some more content. So we'll yes. have some guests. I think we will definitely be having guests in the very near future. Um, I definitely want to get your friend Joey on there because Joey is super dope. He has such amazing insight. And I cannot wait to hear what he has to bring to all of our listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Check him out. He's at Medium Joey Taylor on uh instagram too Mm -hmm. um super sweet divine uh has good very good balance of divine masculine feminine energy love that guy um but yeah like we are we're gonna miss you guys but we're really gonna come back with even more content and we look forward to bringing you guys more gems jewels and bobbles a hundred percent i'm so excited uh but be well uh we will see you guys soon like we said, or like I've always said about this damn podcast, <laughs> <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes only. Um, this is not to give you guys advice for your life. Take it all with a grain of salt. Whatever doesn't work with you, just throw it out. It's cool. It's yeah. fine. That's what you we do. What I mean? Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't resonate with you, no big deal. And if it does, great. But if you actually do need help, or you need to seek, you know, therapy or a medical professional or any of those amazing things, please go do that because it is out there for you. And we want to see you healed, whole, yes. and happy yes. and thriving in your fucking life because you are so worth it, baby you girl yes. or baby boy or whoever the hell you are. Yes. We love you. Absolutely. So much mm-hmm. love, so much light. Pisces, gang, gang. <laughs> Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, we're sending you love from way over here. And we'll see you guys in a little while. Whatever you need.